we were really sad to hear about the passing of somebody in the podcast community. Dan, along with his wife, presented Real Life Ghost Stories, who are paranormal true tales podcast, and they're awesome. And we were really sorry to hear that Dan had passed away recently. We'd never met him in real life, but he'd reached out to us a few times because he was into his movies he had blake on 50p movie bites to have a chat on there and he genuinely seemed a really sweet guy and had always had some words of encouragement for us we just wanted to say that our thoughts are with dan his friends family wife and little cat and dan this one's for you yeah mate Hello and welcome to Movie Grouch and Fanboy Podcast. My name is Bex and I am a big old movie grouch. Or am I? We'll find out later. With me is the resident fanboy. It's Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake? Mr. Blake. I was going to say your last name and then the, I remember the last time that you did that you were like, don't say my last name. So you're Mr. Blake. Mr. Blake. We have some news first off that we're going to change our release date. So welcome to our new release spot. We've been struggling since lockdown 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 has lifted and blake's back at work full time we've kind of been struggling to juggle work and puppy and podcasting and all of it so we're hoping by shifting to a monday just gives us um kind of a weekend or gives me a weekend to edit along with all the other stuff that we are doing welcome to monday just it feels nice it feels hopefully it starts your week off really well yeah yeah, we, we're, we're currently discussing whether we have a little hiatus, but we, like, the last couple of episodes have been late, and I hate releasing late, I feel like I'm letting people down, mm. it's not a good feeling, so hopefully we can, um, we'll either have a hiatus over the summer, we'll have a chat about it, see what we feel, or just uh, but hopefully this will be a bit, this will be a bit more regular. Yeah. Anyway, we hope you are regular, thank you for listening <laughs> to us. If this is the first time that you have tuned in or caught an episode, you're very welcome. And this is the podcast where we take a a movie that I have avoided watching for rather stupid or... Uh, or good. Unclear reasons or good reasons. Yeah. Uh, and we give it a watch. Uh, we have a chat about it and we record it. We record that chat for your listening... Pleasure. Pleasure and entertainment. Mm. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and do you know what I've forgotten to do? What? Take my bracelets off. Oh. So I'm going to be like jingling. Oh, I can leave one on. You can leave one fine. on. There we go. Sorry. Now cool. I'm ready. Whew. Preparation. Awesome. Always key. So before we get into this week's movie or this episode's movie, we're going to have a little chat about what we've been watching because sometimes we watch stuff separately, although at the moment, not so much. Oh no, I am watching some things separate, so that's fine. It's all about me, obviously. If you haven't figured that out, you will. By the amount of talking I do on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Uh, so much so that Blake's mum <laughs> commented on it and said, we'd really love to hear from Blake a bit more. <laughs> so I was yeah. like, oh, but I'm oh, kind no. of like more of the host role, so I kind of take a back seat. You are host role until I make I mean? you introduce the podcast and then you're like, what, what are we doing again? Yeah, I'm not good off off the bat. I like, no, I like, not. I need to get into it. I can't just be ready to go with an introduction. But once I'm, once the introduction is in, I feel like I'm, I hit my stride. Okay. It's so weird. I just oh. can't be the first person to, waffle on for too long but once we get going I'll, I'll, I'm happy excellent very strange so come on then Mr Blake what have you been watching so I've been watching basketball what a surprise no way what a, playoffs what, what a, yeah and it's been amazing Lo- lots of injuries so you know 
it, it's just it's fucking it's been excellent. But I can't wait to watch last night's game. At some point today, um, it was game seven. Milwaukee bought. Bucks versus Brooklyn Nets. Whoa, um, that's going to yeah, be that's pretty really lit. epic. And I think it was down to the last seconds. I've not <gasps> seen the final score. I've avoided it. So, yeah, wow. that's quite cool. And I watched a couple of films the other day when you were at work and had the house to myself. Oh, so, a novelty. What was I know, that like? So it was weird. It was quite odd. So, I watched Zack Snyder's Army of the oh, Dead. Oh, I wanted to watch that. Was it good? It's not. It's okay. Oh. It's massively too long and the story is a bit over-diluted. So it's a little, a little bit, oh, God, I don't really care about these people. Okay. But, like, the sort of zombie scenes and stuff and the premise is pretty cool. Okay. It's definitely worth a watch, but it's two and a half hours long. Ooh. Yeah, so that's that. And I watched Wrath of Man, which is the new Guy Ritchie film. Oh. Action thriller with uh, Jason Statham in the lead, and it's fucking brilliant. Like, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. I'd say it's the best action film I've seen so far this year. And that will be until I see Fast and Furious 9, obviously. Because, you know. Uh, what about you? Uh, so I've started watching it inside number 9. Or, as my sister said to me on the phone the other day, Hey, have you been watching number 8? <laughs> and I said, do you mean... Do you mean, like, the Reese Shearsmith and Steve Pemberton thing? And she was like, oh, yeah, it's number 9. <laughs> And I was like, do you mean inside, inside number, number nine? nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. So her partner is really super into it. So um, and it's something that's been on my radar. So I started watching that and I'm enjoying it. I'm finding, I can imagine for diehard League of Gentlemen fans and Steve Pemberton and Reese Shearsmith. Yeah, it's not as out there, is it? Well, I, I've only seen, oh, that was the other thing that she did. She said, oh, you've been watching that number eight. And I was like, I don't know what that is. And she was like, oh, it's the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, guys. It's them doing it. And I was like, oh, OK, I see where we're going with right. this. Yeah, I can imagine. So I haven't seen all of League of Gentlemen, but what I have seen I've really enjoyed. So I need to kind of make an effort to watch that. League of Gentlemen's fucking brilliant. It's, I'm going to have an Alan Partridge moment with it, aren't I? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it took, yeah, you've only just, yeah, I've only recently just watched Alan watched Partridge, Alan Partridge and like, the last year. So yeah, yeah. you'll be like, oh, I get the genius, I get yeah. the characters, and yeah, you so will I, definitely. I, I think if you're diehard fans of those guys, I think you're going to love it. For me, I'm finding at the moment, I'm on series two. There's like one episode of series one that I really loved, which was called The Harrowing. And yeah. that was with, that had Helen McCrory in, in it um, with them. Like the, the cast of people they've got. Yeah, is, it's crazy. The talent's but amazing. But that's because of the strength of League of Gentlemen. When yeah. you make a show like that, and then you do, it's like, it's like, the, it's like extras. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The follow up, yeah, you would track fair. start. When you change up what you do and you just have guest stars, you're not going to have any problem getting them when you already have like a massive following from whatever you did before. It's the same idea, isn't it? Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. it. It's keeping me watching. Yeah, I've just seen 12 Days of Christine, which I think is like fairly early on in season two. Mm. And, and that one really got me in the feels. I thought that was really good. That's um, with, that was with, um, oh, I forget her name now. Oh, I can as well. She played Scylla. I want to call her Shannon, but it's not Shannon, is it? Two points Lager and a packet of crisps. She used to be married. To, she was with James Corden for a bit. Yes, she was. Yes, she I was. Her name now. Gavin and Stacey, she played Rudy, didn't she? It's not Shannon. Oh, God. I can see her face. Yeah, I can see her face. Anyway. And Michelle Detrice was in it, who played Frank Spencer's wife in awesome. Some Mothers Do Oven, which is showing my age here. But kind of cool to see her still working and doing stuff. I'm sure she is still working. Yeah, but, of course. Yeah. What was it I was watching? Oh, I've... I've there's a Will Smith documentary about America and the I think it's the Bill 14th Amendment 
but it's to do with kind of um, slavery and freedom and modern day America and how I think it's a little bit like the podcast 1619 where things um, they focus on a different area of culture that or, or kind of history that affects various people. Okay, cool. Mostly black. Is that on BBC? Americans. No, it's on uh, Netflix. Oh, cool. Okay. And I was going to... I started watching it this morning with the sound, the subtitles on because you were still asleep. And then I just thought, nah, I'm just going to wait and... Sounds good. Watch I'm this. In. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll watch, watch it. It looks good. Shall we, uh, shall we move on? Yeah, yeah, go for it, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What's so, this episode's film? Tell I, me. I chose 2014 Chef, starring John Favreau. Yeah, it's got a stellar cast, actually. Yeah, have you got um synopsis? A head chef quits his restaurant job and buys a food truck in an effort to reclaim his creative promise while piecing back together his estranged family. Scores and reviews that I found online. IMDb, it's 7.3. Oh, really? Yeah, not hot, not super high, is it? Um, critics... No. Um, Rotten Tomatoes critics is 87% okay. and fans is 85%. So fairly high. On that, that is lower than some of the shit I've had to watch yeah, so far. That's funny, isn't it? Right, this is a negative review that I found. What? Yeah, I know. There's right, can we just say from the start, because I ain't going to keep my poker face going, I love this film. Okay, cool. It was incredible. This should make fun podcasting then. This is quite long and quite... And no doubt we'll pick, up, pick this apart as we go through the film as well. Okay. Which is kind of why I picked this review as the first one. Got F right on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I was kind of surprised to see consensus good reviews for this movie. I found the main character to be too unlikable to enjoy the movie. My wife, who loves comedy, spent most of the movie complaining what a selfish, narcissistic jerk Carl Casper is. I also found the supporting cast to be overwhelmingly and unre- unrealistically supportive. His wife doesn't seem to have any boundaries as an ex wife and the movie does little explain why they are not still together another supermodel greeter at the restaurant absolutely falls all over him every chance she gets it's difficult to believe a middle-aged chef living alone in a shady apartment could land two supermodels when he is pushing 240 pounds and it is not just the ladies in his life a co-worker abandoned his brand new job to as a sous chef to fly from la to florida to drive in a food truck for no pay across the country perhaps if the move went into how oh, i think he's supposed to put movie there perhaps if the movie went into how he managed to land a supermodel wife in Miami and why their relationship faltered and if he was once actually a good guy which would explain why people bend over backwards for him the story would have been more believable enjoyable very quick reviews a very easy to watch feel good comedy that does not feel stale a great watch for foodies this is a hidden gem of a movie John Favreau and John Leguizamo excellent movie definitely a must see and that's the consensus is like most of the reviews are really good that first review's made me so angry. Well, there you go. We'll talk, I'm sure bits of it There's, will come up. No I, no, I think we should talk about it now. Okay. The fucking film is not about why he's not with his wife. And it doesn't matter how big you are. Mm-hmm. Like, big men can land hot women. Yeah, I know. It's not about what you look like or how much weight you have. Yeah. It's about whether you're a twat. Yeah. Which... No, that... He's completely wrong. He's completely missed the point. And... Like, fucking read the synopsis, people. It's all there in the synopsis. You can't read a synopsis of a film and then grumble that you've they didn't make the story that you thought it was going to be. No, I know. Okay, so question one. What stopped you from seeing this movie? I honestly didn't know it existed. Oh. Until you talked to me about it. I didn't know it existed until you started watching The Chef Show. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So when you watched The Chef Show and I was like, oh, this is a cool programme. And then you said, oh, it's... 
off the back of the film Chef. Yeah. That's kind of when it's lived. Ah, okay, right. cool. Right, okay. What was your preconceived idea of this movie? Well, you'd said that it was a really sweet, happy film. I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. I thought it might be a little bit beyond me, maybe. Right. Like, I was expecting it to be a really foodie film but not very accessible because it was a foodie film. Right. that makes sense. Okay. And that wasn't the case. No, not at all. Okay, so could you talk us through opening scene and setups, please, and give us your, your take on it a little bit? I would like to say this is a nice, quick run-through of the film. It's, it's cool. not I think like that's heat. good. I think that's... It's not like With heat. the 25 pages of yeah. information. So, uh, Blake's mum, you'll be hearing a lot more from him this week, I'm sure. <laughs> So Carl Casper is the head chef of Gulois, Gulois? I think that's how you say it, it's like fags, in Brentwood, California. Carl has a son whom he has a strained relationship with and he's on good terms with his ex-wife Inez, which clearly upsets some people. With a pending visit from a food critic, Ramsey Michel, I love that name, because it was obviously supposed to be Gordon Ramsay and Michelle Rue. Carl wants to push an exciting menu and we see him clash with the restaurant owner, Reva, played by Dustin Hoffman. Reva wants Carl to cook the things that bring the punters in rather than anything too experimental. He demands last minute that he sticks with old favourites and this leads to a terrible review from Ramsay Michelle. There's a hilarious newbie tweet moment, which means that Carl gains some notoriety and his frustration at Ramsay Michelle becomes very public indeed. <laughs> Carl comes up with an inspirational new menu that his staff love and invites Ramsay to a rematch. But Reva yet again demands the same thing on the menu and Carl walks out. At home, he prepares the menu that he wanted to serve to Ramsay. Carl's assistant becomes the interim chef and even the regular dishes start to become a disaster. Ramsay again starts to tweet bad about Carl quitting, leading Carl to go to the restaurant where he just lets Ramsay have it. Yeah, so yeah, true. That, I would say that's the opening bit. Yeah, it's definitely. The opening gambit. That's the opening gambit and so it's really leads on from that for Sure. I really disagree with what he said, what that that guy said in the review about him being an unlikable character. So this would be interesting because obviously you're a chef in yeah. your day-to-day job. Yeah. So there, there's going to be possibly some themes that come up that might ring true to you. I don't know. But oh, I yeah, think you... I think that's one of the reasons I like it so much because it's quite, it's, this, is, this is the most accurate and nice take I've seen. Although it's American and the, the industry is slightly different over there and it runs differently the characters are the same mm. like they like that the boss that tells you to do that menu yeah uh you know the chefs that will support you no matter what like yeah. this shit is real yes he does have a very good relationship with his ex-wife which is explored later on in the movie and i wonder whether we are just so used to seeing drama and exes just not getting on because of i don't know shit like X on the Beach, Love Island, whatever. Everybody right, seems to okay. think that exes have to have drama. It becomes quite an unusual thing when exes are like, yeah, we're friends, yeah, we get yeah. on. I yeah. just want to see them happy. That's fine. So yeah. that's a portrayal that is changing more and more. I know that there are there are films and shows that I've seen where people aren't together, but they support each other and, and all the rest of it. So, so that was nice to see. And I think in terms of him being a little bit sort of narcissistic and a bit self-absorbed, I think, yeah, that is correct. But I think you have to be if you're yeah. cooking at that level. Yeah, yeah. People are coming to eat your food. Yeah. That is going to mess with your ego. And obviously you're you're in, like we were talking about working in local government. I think people that work in government and local government are a little bit egotistical yeah. in that they feel. People that pick it as a career path because they feel they can, they can make a difference. Yeah. And there must be a certain amount of ego with you that you kind of think like, I'm good enough for people to pay for my food. Yeah. I wouldn't do it if I didn't. Yeah. 
If you, it's like anything creative. You've got to have self. You've got to back yourself. Yeah. You've got to believe in what you put on a plate. Yeah. And I think that's... And it might not always work, but you have to, as long as you learn from what doesn't work, that's yeah. really important. And I think that's something that the film does really well very quickly is you just get on side with Carl. Yeah. yeah You're kind yeah, of yeah, rooting yeah. for him from the get-go. Yeah. You see the clashes with Reva. I think anybody that's been in a creative role or been a role where they've had to provide one thing when they actually really want to do something else, yeah. I think anybody will be able to understand that difficult place. And you can tell that he's passionate. I don't think... I mean, I, I was surprised to see Scarlett Johansson in it. Yeah, but he's... Yeah, but because John Favreau made it, he's just pulling... Oh, I know. And I said to you, like... like, It's because of his connection to the Marvel stuff. Yeah. He's just right. He's just like, come on. He's got so much power. Yeah. You know, in a good way. Especially with Mandalorian now as well. Yeah, exactly. So I was surprised to see her in it, but she wasn't all over him. Neither of them were all over him. No, I actually think what they... I think that scene was handled so well in terms of, like, you got enough to realise that they were sort of... They had a thing going on every so often. Yeah. But it wasn't grotesquely in your face. No. And that, that's the subtle. thing with none of it. Yeah. None of it was... It wasn't really about the relationships, although we'll touch on that later. Yeah. It wasn't about the romantic relationships. No, no, no. And it was very much... And there were undertones, but it wasn't in your face. And I wonder whether that would put people off because that's not what we're used to. Yeah. I know. It's weird, isn't it? I feel like we're talking more about this guy's review than we are actually about the film. <laughs> No, no, not at all. Yeah, but I, I just thought it was really... It's really nicely shot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... The only way I can describe it is it's like a regular film but with an Instagram filter over it. Yeah, so that, like, colours... Yeah. Colours of the food yeah. are really bright. And, yeah. I mean, I'm vegan, but bloody hell, some of that food that he was cooking looked incredible. Oh, and honestly, the bit, like... When he's cooking at home as well and you're, you've got, like, a montage of him cooking at home yeah. intercut with them cooking in the restaurant and how things are going downhill. And I think... I think if anybody's in a creative industry, which cooking is, it's it's kind of not seen as like a creative, traditional sort of like art or writing or whatever, but it is a creative industry. And I think putting yourself out there for then somebody to say, actually, this isn't good enough. Yeah. Is it's a really difficult place to be in. And I think I think a lot of people would identify with the meltdown that he had in the restaurant because you you can see where he's coming from. I mean the Twitter, the addition of Twitter was really funny as well. It was great, wasn't it? His son sets him up with Twitter and he's tweeting Ramsey Michelle, not realising that it's public. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a really funny element. It's like my dad claiming that he's not going to use the self serve machines in Morrison's because he feels that the robots are grooming him for the robot uprising. The robot takeover, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's like that kind of moment. It's like, you're just like, oh, Dad, come on. Yeah. Dory, I can plot. So middle, middle of the film, how it all goes along, please. Okay. So videos featuring Carl's meltdown go viral and his professional credibility evaporates. Inez, his ex-wife, suggests that he go with her and Percy to Miami, mainly to spend some time with Percy because we kind of see their relationship I think Percy's very invested in his dad and that's not always given back because of the job. So Inez says to him, yeah, come along, babysit Percy, effectively. Um, And he rediscovers his love for Cuban cuisine. Inez's ex-husband, Marvin, who is Robert Downey Jr., Genius piece of casting. Yeah, it was. It was great, wasn't he? Offers him a dilapidated food truck and Carl reluctantly accepts. He and Percy bond while restoring the truck and buying groceries and Carl buys him a chef's knife, which was a really sweet moment. Martin, his friend from Gauloise, turns down his restaurant promotion to work with Carl, who has become an exuberant and passionate chef again. The three drive the food truck across the country back to Los Angeles, serving up 
top quality Cuban sandwiches and yucca fries. Is it yucca or yucca? Yucca. Yucca fries. Percy finds ways to promote the food truck on social media websites and the truck becomes successful in New Orleans and Austin, Texas, where the daily specials include items made with local ingredients such as po'boys and barbecued bris- brisket. It just developed really nicely. And it. I think the thing that John Favreau does really well is like he understands human yes emotions and humanity yeah. and like there is a bit where he's really this whole meltdown in the restaurant's gone viral everybody's seen him lose his shit and say that like this restaurant critics really hurt him and he feels really sad and all the rest of it and you just kind of think god yeah actually that's you know there, there probably won't be many people watching that film that haven't had something mm. like that where they've really felt down on their luck and just really like everything's just crumbled from that point you just really wanted him to to rise like a phoenix from the flames Flames. you can see that he cares for percy although he's not spending he's not kind of doing what he needs to do with that relationship and i think inez is a really good link between the two yes yeah Um, no she is 100 percent. the bit where he's gone to see robert downey jr and he's feeling still a bit vulnerable from all the restaurant stuff was just hilarious because Robert Downey Jr. is like Robert Downey Jr. on a great day. Yeah, he looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. He's like really sort of tanned and beautiful and uh, yeah, poor Carl is like, yeah, okay, I'll take your shitty food truck off you. And this thing is disgusting. And this is where that review falls down again is that it's it's really sweet to see the support that Carl has yeah. with his co-workers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So with John Leguithamo's character. So with Martin just jacking in his job and being like, yeah, man, I'm going to come and fly yeah. and, and work with you. That was really lovely. Yeah. And we know that happens. Yeah. We know yeah, that yeah. you've got colleagues and people that you will offer jobs to yeah, and yeah. that you will want working on your team because yeah, they have your back and you know that you can trust yeah. them. And that, that as well, we see that that's really rare in catering. Yeah, yeah it is. It's an industry that's full of people that aren't trustworthy and stuff. So when you find yeah. the good ones, you want to hang on to them. Yeah, and, and just when he starts to engage with Percy and there's a really lovely moment where he and Martin are, are making like grilled cheese sandwiches and Percy, I can't remember what he says, but he makes a flippant comment and Carl takes him to, to one oh, side. Oh, so they're, they're making the Cubanos oh, did sandwiches burn one? and he burns one right? and he take, he's going to serve it anyway mm-hmm. and he takes him aside and says, don't serve it and Percy's like, but they're not paying so it's not the point. Do yeah, there's a really it. lovely moment where he says, I'm not a perfect person but I'm good I at love this. what I do yeah. and I want to share this with yeah. you and Percy I think from that moment is he understands a little bit more about his yeah. dad and the, the fact that he can bring the technological side of it with the social media yeah. and get a buzz created so that when they're starting to travel from um, city to city yeah. there's people that are already waiting because to of kind the, of yeah. to kind of get there and there's like a real buzz about the food truck coming which um yeah it was really cool and again just the food looked incredible and there were there were some really funny moments as well like when uh martin turns up so they have to get a cooker onto the truck and carl kind of has a chat with these builders or kind of like i think the builders they're just sat outside workmen just sort of sat outside a cafe where he's um cleaning off the truck and he kind of is like oh hey guys can you come and help come and give me a hand and they just sort of pay no attention to him and martin turns up Speaks speaks to them in Spanish and they're kind of like, oh, okay, okay. cool, yeah, we'll come and help, which was really funny. It's something that it did so well is that the blending of cultures, again, it wasn't like, oh, we're including these people because we want to be diverse. It felt really natural. So it's just, oh, it just gave me all the feels. It just gave me all the feels. Yeah. 
closing scenes. They are driving their way back to Los Angeles and Carl realises the importance of his relationship with his son and accepts Percy's enthusiastic offer to help out on weekends and holidays. Ramsey visits the truck to explain that he wrote the bad reviews he knew Carl's creativity did not suit a restaurant which had been serving the same menu for years. He leaves with an offer to bankroll a new restaurant where Carl will have full creative control of the menu. Flash forward six months later, the new restaurant is successful and closed for a private event. Carl and Inez remarriage ceremony. I think that's my only grumble with the film is that I... I could, I, I could have done without that ending. Okay. I think it either needed to be... So there's a moment where Inez and Carla are on the phone and she just randomly kind of says at the end, I love you, which obviously gets him thinking about how he feels. Yeah. So I think you knew that they were bonding again when they'd right. been to Cuba yeah. and they were having a love... Or Miami. They were having a lovely time together. They were enjoying each other's company and Percy was really enjoying the fact that they were spending time together. So I think that Miami trip sort of planted in your head, oh yeah, potentially there might be a reconciliation on the cards here. But it felt... That felt very rushed to me. Okay. And I think I would have been happier with like a question, them kissing or something, or it looking like they're going to get back together, but it's not actually explicit. Because it just, I think that was part of me, I kind of wanted to know how they got back together. Because you do care about the characters. Yeah. You know, Inez is really yes. supportive and she tries to help him. Yeah. She's really successful in her own right. Well, and she is... knows how good he is. Yeah. That's why she, I, like, again, that's where his criti criticism falls down. That guy's thing yeah. is like, he's a fucking good chef. Yeah. That's why she's supportive of him. Yeah. So I think that that for me either like the film could have done with being a little bit longer and that delved Playing into that a, a little, little bit, bit more. more. Right, okay. Or not including it at all. Right, okay. But it was really nice that he got some that character got some closure with uh Ramsey Michelle at the end of the film. Yeah, bankrolling him. Yeah. And it's just like although there's a lot of negativity and kind of difficult difficult things, I think it does talk about like difficult issues, like, you know, we all get sort of stuck in a rut and we all necessarily aren't doing things that we want to do because we can't, we have bills to pay or we're in a situation that requires it. But it, it there's a real positivity there underlying it that people just really want him to do his best yeah, and he's yeah, not yeah. doing that. And I think that that's really nice. And yeah. it just felt like, you know, we know that social media is a pretty shitty place to be at times. We know that sometimes people are shit. And actually this just felt like a really big hug. Of a movie. Of a movie. Yeah, and it shows. It does. It just showed how wonderful things can be yeah. if you just trust and you're willing to put in some hard work. And I really like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, this is the first, a first, the first movie that I have seen and I loved. That's good. From the list. Awesome. Woo. Cool. So, did you have a favourite character? I'm going to say I did like Martin. I thought he was... Yeah. He was like a fun kind of rogue element to add in. And yeah. I like John Leguithmo anyway. I think he's... He's awesome, awesome dude, yeah. And it's cool to see him in stuff. And I really liked Percy because yeah. I think they... So funny, vibed. they're my two favourites. Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, I they, vibed off, they vibed off the, each other really well. And whereas, like, Carl's kind of... I mean, I did like Carl as well, but that's a given. Yeah. Whereas Carl was... Like, you knew that he was going to come good in the end because you just knew it. Yeah. Martin and Percy, when they're working together, obviously, like, Carl's got his head down and yeah. he's being very organised and, and all the rest of it and it's a really really intimidating environment for a little kid yeah, to be yeah. I think and Martin just kind of was like joking and messing around with him yeah. and kind of taking him under his wing a bit and and that was really sweet to see yeah, and Percy awesome. just bringing that element of like yeah maybe young but I can sort out the social media yeah. stuff and how that benefits the business the business yeah, yeah. is really cool to see did you have a worst character not really I mean like Reva maybe 
because he just he's the boss he's supposed to like yeah. he's supposed to be the bad guy isn't he but yeah. even then he's not that bad because no. you're kind of like oh I know you've got you've got money yeah yeah and when you've got a business like that, you've that's what you've got to do, isn't it? Yeah. So. Okay. Did you have a favourite scene? Yeah, I think I quite liked the bit where they were making up the food truck. Okay. When cool. they were cleaning it out, because it was such, it was disgusting. That was not like an evangelical, but like a real sense of hope while watching that, because you kind of thought this this could be the thing that brings him back, and just that whole process from like starting to clean it up to getting the like the sandwiches made to the guy for the guys that helped them get the cooker on the on the truck was yeah it was just a really lovely process because I think you start to see you see Martin's loyalty to Carl and you start to see Percy and Carl have a real breakthrough in their yeah, relationship yeah. which is really nice so I have a couple oh do you yeah, yeah so like the the scene where Carl's not in the restaurant and the and um, Ramsey comes back for mm-hmm. the second time and you just see the kitchen collapsing the ticket machine's going nuts and they're smashing out food but you see the restaurant floor and it's all calm like nothing is bad that feeling in the kitchen is fucking horrible especially when you finish you turn around you just go gotta clean this up now like that that um the cornstarch scene oh yeah the a trade secret is when it's hot in the kitchen (laughs) you get a chafy butt or a chafy crotch cornstarch is like talcum powder so we like it's yeah, corn flour. so you stick it on your bits and it stops the chafing like so yeah like to see that in a film was wicked and like just like oh my god they're letting the industry like everyone outside the industry knows our, our little secret can i tell the story about that night you came home and you're like have you got any moisturizer <laughs> and i was like what do you want moisturizer for you're lying in bed and you're like yeah i need some moisturizer have you got any and i was like yeah it's expensive face stuff what's it for i need it to put on my butt i've got chef's ass i was like right what wait a minute what what is this what is this condition that was my introduction to um yeah that was it but it was just so cool to see it it's the most accurate like i said at the start of how restaurants work Mm. for sure yeah Um, i did like the food scenes as well i mean like going to the market and buying that produce looked incredible did you have a least favorite scene not really. I don't think I did. So that leads on to score and soundtrack. Wicked soundtrack. Mm, yeah, it was. Hip-hop, funk, and, like, Cuban-influenced mm. music. Yeah, so, it was and amazing. It was brilliant. Like, just fits really well with the whole whole film. Yeah, it's awesome. Awesome yeah. soundtrack. And directed of the work. So it was directed by John, John Favreau. Um, he also wrote it. And obviously, I mean, yeah... The guy's had some career as a writer, actor and director. Most recently, The Mandalorian, which if you haven't seen, definitely go and watch it. If you're a Star Wars fan, definitely go and watch it. Iron Man 1 and 2, Elf. Did he make Elf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he's recently did like the live versions of The Lion King and The Jungle Book, which they're okay. Really? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Did the directed a bunch of episodes of The Office, the American one, and what? Yeah, How but, do I but know apparently, about that? apparently so. Yeah, and um, Cowboys and Aliens, which is, if I remember, was fun but stupid. And he's also doing the Chef Show as well. Yeah, and the Chef Show, which is on Netflix, mm. which, which is with Roy Choi. He was the chef consultant on the movie. Yeah. Um, and, and it's excellent relationship it's really good really, like even if you're not into food it's I mean, yeah because it's got like yeah so like episode one it's i mean Gwyneth Paltrow's in it Seth Rogen Seth Rogen Robert Rodriguez does an oh, episode oh yeah he does doesn't he and he draw like he gets John Favreau to draw in his book at his house and his, even John Favreau's a fucking good artist you should see him draw mm. motherfucker he can't do nothing wrong Bill Burr he's like awesome stand up mm. 
and then like other famous chefs as well like they go to Wolfgang Puck's restaurant David Chang is on it he's another Korean chef who knows Roy really well yeah and it's, it's yeah. fucking brilliant so it's, it is worth and they're only like 25 minutes an episode yep they're and really the illustrations good. are the, like the animations are really, really cool. cute they're all like yeah, made yeah. out of like little felt clay yeah are they clay oh, felt oh clay felt stuff yeah I don't know actually know yeah yeah, fibre clay. Um, okay, right. Have you got a fact about this film? I've got a couple, but I think we know one of them. So near the end of the credits, there is a brief scene of Chef Roy Choi teaching Jean Favre how to make the perfect grilled cheese sandwich. You knew, you knew that though, yeah? What's that? Near the end of the credits, there is a brief scene of, che- of Chef Roy Choi. That's difficult to say. Chef Roy Choi teaching Jean Fa- John Favreau how to make, make the, perfect the perfect grilled che- yeah. cheese sandwich. Right. So, promotional events centering on the fictional Cubano serving El Jefe proved to be so popular that Favreau and Los Angeles-based chef Roy Choi, who consulted on the film, have opened a series of pop-up restaurants and announced that they are thinking about making the track permanent. I did not know that. That's cool. That is cool. Is that one for the honeymoon bucket list when we go? Oh, no, because it's on the wrong side of America. We can go to LA. That's fine. Okay, because Roy Choi's... Like, so, Roy Choi's got a restaurant called... I think it's called Friend. It's fuck it. It looks incredible. So you mm. go in. It's like a sweet shop. It's full of toys and stuff before you oh, go wow. in. So it's like a museum of his career and what's oh, led into where awesome. he is. And then you go through like a big thing and you go into the restaurant. Yeah. Cool. Big question. Did you fall asleep? No. No. Good work. Well done, you. High five. Are your prejudgments correct? Oh, I don't know what my prejudgments were. Did we talk about that? You said it was going to be a bit less accessible than you thought it was. Did I? Yeah. I don't know if you asked me that question. Yeah, uh, my pre con okay, no, they weren't correct. Cool. So uh before we get into cut final two questions, just your final thoughts. I loved it. Cool. And you should watch it. Everyone should watch it. Everyone should watch it. It's so great. feel good, isn't if, it? Like particularly if you're feeling a bit crap about the human race. Yeah. Just if you feel a bit shit about the world, like pandemic and things have got you down, just watch this because it is lovely and it will make you feel better. It's a feel good film. Just yep. for the sake of being happy, yep. it's it's good. Yep. Cool. So I love it. Obviously, I wouldn't have been on the list otherwise. Yeah, this is great. Love it. Just everything. I just it makes me happy. It's got food and nice people in it, so it's good. So rewatchability. Two two part two part question. Would you watch it again? Yes. Would you watch it from halfway through to yes. the end if it was on telly randomly? Yeah, I'm in. Cool. I'm in. And all the way. Score out of ten. I am gonna go. With a nine. Yeah, me too. It's fucking great. Yeah. Cool. So that's that. That's that. That's Chef. That is Chef. Yeah. Uh, give it a watch. If you've seen it, let us let know. Let what you think. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Did you hate it? Are you Scott F? <laughs> yeah, are you Scott F? What if it's our neighbour Scott? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Scott seems quite nice. So what are we watching next, Mr Blake? Oh, good question. Um, What are we watching next? Let's have a little look at the list that I've currently got going on. <laughs> Oh, do you know? I know what we're going to watch next. It's not what? on the list, actually. I've not put it on there. Oh. But we're going to watch because it's currently free. <laughs> oh, it's, no, idea. actually, it's one of two films. So uh, you won't actually know which one we're watching until the episode's out. But it's either going to be Highlander or Collateral, depending on what's free on either BBC. Because I saw Highlander was on BBC and I was like, oh, that, that will take advantage of that. Okay. And Collateral is currently free and not behind a paywall on Amazon. So one of those two, I think. Guaranteed now you've said that, Amazon will be Ooh, listening but, yeah, to us. Yeah, it'll be like we're going to charge yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, one of those two, I think. 
so that's cool. it make sure you give us a follow on our socials <laughs> oh you're gonna do this are you okay cool uh, um we're fanboy and you movie grouch don't say these things without we need Blake. to just record this please 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 give us a rating wherever you listen especially if you're listening on apple podcasts that would be amazing it helps people that might enjoy the show find us share us about with friends family and like-minded folk if you've enjoyed the episode tell the world about it going from the rooftops yeah right yeah, right that. send a telegram you can't do that anymore oh that, that's send that's a barbershop quartet yeah good good luck organizing one of those if you leave a review, we will get our dog called Oswald to give you a shout out on the show. If you have a hilarious or embarrassing movie related story, tell us. We're not going to let this section die on its ass. You can email us at moviegrouchfanboypod at outlook.com. And here comes Mr. Fanboy with the socials. So, our socials on Instagram, we are moviegrouch and fanboypod, and that's and as in A N D. And then on Facebook, we are Movie Grouch and Fanboy. That's an ampersand, not an and. So thank you very much for listening. I have been a Movie Grouch. Goodbye. I've been Fanboy. Goodbye. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. going oh god we are going and we're going again hello and welcome to we're actually going this we're time. actually going cool. and i'm not going to stop i've done everything turned everything off up down roundabout it's yeah, all, it's all, all about. good a head chef but like what <laughs> like it's when cornflour gets wet it gets like really sticky does it not no it doesn't get sticky it does like no it like really works okay really good it gets like a paste if it's like not yeah if it's sticky but it's if it's not too wet it's like stays quite dry okay it's good it's good stuff (laughs) um yeah so yeah (laughs) yeah. like there's a lot of good things about tom cruise but i'm just not here for tom cruise at all yeah that's fine it's made one of the worst films ever but also made one a really good film which are what are they what's the worst film top gun Right. What's the really good film? Valkyrie. Don't so we say have it this shit randomly. Right, just do one take so you can use it every week and then we can just end.